Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. After 40 years of the Christmas price index and a whopping 10.5% increase in 2022, your true love luckily only has to deal with a 2.7% increase for 2023. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services, and we've got some fun uh, holiday-themed content we want to get into here today. Uh, We're going to be talking about the price increases for the gifts of the 12 days of Christmas, which we do this every year, Philip. It's a lot of fun. Um, but of course, the holidays are, are about so much more than just presents. So do you have any uh, favorite traditions or, or any things you're looking forward to about this time of year? You know, Jen, this year is going to be a little different for Joyce and I because um, none of our kids are going to be home for Christmas. Um, so yeah. it's been a while since we've been in that situation. And so we're uh, having conversations now about, okay, what are we going to do? How do we want to play Christmas this year? And so honestly, uh, don't quite have it nailed down yet for this year. But, you know, to me, the the fun times are the times you get to spend with your family. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, for sure. And enjoy those. And last year we were really blessed because we had both families in our house for a week during yeah. Christmas time. So that was, you know, that was good, but you can't expect that every year um, with kids and family spread all, yeah. throughout the, all over the United States. So it is that, but I, I did want to mention this, you know, that, you know, you're talking about the, the price index, you know, it's, it, that's a big change from last year's 10.5% increase. I remember us talking about that last year, yeah. how much it had gone up and, at 2.7, and we can live with 2.7. Yeah. Oh, I know. For sure. Well, and we've seen some really wacky things with this Christmas price index over the past few years. Because if you remember, you know, back in 2020, inflation was obviously huge. The price of so many things were increasing. But then they cut out all of the live performers because of social distancing and the fact that live performances weren't happening. So there were no lords a-leaping. And you can't have pipers piping and spewing their germs everywhere. Couldn't do that. So it cut the whole thing in half, even though prices were going up. So it's been kind of fun just over the past few years that we've been talking about this to see some of the changes. And um, I, I do hope you, you get everything sorted out with your family. You're right. There, there's always such a, a negotiation involved, especially when you've got in-laws involved. I know in my family, I started getting texts before Thanksgiving about what are we going to do for Christmas? And I was like, oh, my gosh, please just... <laughs> Give me a minute. We'll Let get, me give you Thanksgiving. Right? Let me. Yes, we'll get. We'll get there. We'll get there. But uh, I do always look forward to talking about some of the things that we see here with the Christmas price index. Again, this is kind of a lighthearted, fun lesson about the economy. It looks at the prices of the the items, the gifts in the song, the twelve days of Christmas. So we we know, you know, the seven swans a swimming and six geese a laying and five golden rings. You know how this goes. So um, this all started forty years ago. They came up the PNC uh, in Philadelphia came up with a way to keep clients engaged during the holiday season. The Christmas price index. And this is one of their most highly anticipated economic reports. It's kind of like how I think on the Social Security Administration's website, Philip, the the most visited tab is baby names. There's always something kind of (laughs) funny that we're all looking for that's kind of off topic, but that's okay. All right. So here's kind of the highlights from this year. E-commerce, buying all 12 gifts online, that is almost 5% more than last year, thanks to high shipping and packaging costs that have not eased since the pandemic. It was 70% goods focused in 1984. That's what our economy was. Now it's led by services at 63%. So it's completely flipped almost from goods versus services. Um, And even though the CPI has climbed, the price of swans has stayed flat. So I wonder... Could that be sign a sign of fewer <laughs> black swan events ahead? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think of. That would be nice, prices. wouldn't it? Right. 
Um, here's one other thing to watch out for. Turtle doves, they are rare. They had the biggest price hike this year. Uh, they jumped up 25% due to limited supply. So I don't know if you were going to get the, the grandkids any turtle doves, but be watching out for those prices, I guess. <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, it's, it's, it's supply and demand, right? That's really everything is when supply is limited, price gets to go up. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about how this reflects what's really happening with the economy. Because again, like I said, it, it's kind of fun. These are kind of off the wall gifts that nobody's actually buying anymore. But they do kind of show us what's happening with our real life economy in the world we live in today. It, it, it does. And, you know, we have seen inflation, mm-hmm. uh, the, the highest we've seen in the last couple of years in, in a long, long time. And so for a lot of folks out there, it's the highest they've ever seen in their lifetime, mm-hmm. right? So because you got to go back to the to the, the 80s before you get to the numbers we're seeing right now. So so we know higher prices are pretty much across the board, um, especially, I, I hate to go to the grocery store. Oh, yeah. You know, everything's painful. so much more expensive. And during Thanksgiving, I remember going looking at turkeys and, <laughs> you know, I, I felt like turkey prices had, had gone up substantially. So- it's one of those things that we are considering, still considering to see those prices going up. And then the, the other thing you look at is technology is starting to come with a price, right? Yeah. yeah. Shipping and packing costs, that those things haven't eased, mm-hmm. even though the ease of shopping has continued to become easier yeah. and easier. And you know what else I saw recently, Philip? Most retailers now are starting to charge you to return things online. So like Amazon, if you go to, you know, if you do a drop off at Kohl's or whatever, they don't charge you. But if you try to do it on your own, they're starting to charge because people are buying all these things. And then there's got to be a cost to ship it back for the return for the return. So right. uh, you, you got to be be mindful of that. Go, go, go do that drop off at Kohl's and get your coupon, I guess. <laughs> you know, it, it is, you know, and. You're right. Shipping costs, I mean, has become more and more. The other thing I've noticed is that, um, you know, it seems like it's taking longer to get stuff. Even with Amazon Prime, I mean, it seems like, you know, you don't get it in two or three days. It's taking a week to get stuff. So um, that's the other thing you have to take in consideration if you're Christmas shopping, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So prices for services have gone up as well as Prices for goods. As a matter of fact, services have probably gone up more than the price of goods because labor costs have gone up substantially over the last three years. And and so we have a lot of price inflation, wage inflation that's coming uh, because of that. And so, you know, what what used to cost you, I, I mean, $50 an hour, now it's cost you 75 maybe even $100 an hour to get done. You know, when I go to the auto Organic shop. I mean, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, so many prices that we're seeing up in so many different areas. So even with this 2% increase from last year, um, let's get to the total now because we haven't done this yet. The total for the 12 days of Christmas gifts, it is $46,729.86 here in 2023. And just a a real quick reminder, when they started this back in the 80s, all of the gifts in the song was around $20,000. So quite a lesson there in inflation and what we need to think about going forward, even if we're not trying to buy, you know, six geese a or or whatever. (laughs) Think about it. It's not going to be long, Jim, before we're at 50 grand. Yeah. I mean, probably by next year or the year after, for sure. That's a really big increase. But but talk about the lesson here. You know, we, we see what things cost back in the uh, in the 80s. And, and, you know, I think about, you know, things like home prices. I, I think I've shared with you before, Philip, my grandparents, when they bought their home uh, that they lived in for decades, they bought this house in the late 50s in a small town in Kansas, and they spent like $12,000 on the whole house, like a whole house <laughs> was $12,000. Can't buy a car for that now, can you? No, I mean, it, you 
can hardly find a living room set for for that <laughs> amount, right? So so you just think about and I and I'm sure when when my grandpa passed away last year and we were going through the process of of helping, you know, my aunt was selling his home and what it ended up being worth when he after he died, it was, you know, $250,000 something like that. I I think if you would have told him back in the 50s that one day this house would be worth a quarter million dollars, he he wouldn't have believed that. He wouldn't have been able to believe that. But this is what happens with our economy with inflation over time. We got to be ready for this in the future in retirement, right? We do. And that's that's a good point is that people will retire at 65. And then, you know, the likelihood is that if it's a couple, that one of them is going to live to 85, 90. So we're talking about 20, 25 years down the road. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, think back 20, 25 years ago. What'd you pay for a gallon of milk? What'd you pay for bread, you know, those things. What'd you pay for an automobile? And then fast forward that to now, well, we got to expect the same thing's going to happen in the next 20, 25 years. And so we have to be prepared for that when we start looking at our income plan and, and putting together those plans all together. Yeah. Yeah. So for people who want to be mindful of this, and, and again, this is why we talk about planning all the time. This is kind of a fun way to talk about inflation, to talk about prices increasing over time. But this is pretty serious stuff when you're thinking about what could your health care cost in the future, long-term care, even just the cost of your groceries throughout the course of a 20, 30-year retirement. You know, I think I'd rather my true love got me an appointment with a financial advisor rather than, you know, seven swans. Is it seven swans? Of swimming, six geese laying. I don't know. I'm mixing them all up. But what do we do to get started on creating that financial strategy for the future? Well, I think that's a, a good point. And I, and I think the first thing is we need to start. I mean, that's what a lot of folks just need to do. They just need to start um, and not keep saying that I'm going to get around to it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to get it done. We just need to pick up the phone and start that process. Um, and, and Jen, that's exactly the process that we walk through with our core retirement design is to help people design that retirement that they've always dreamed of. And we help them accomplish that by those three or four core principles that we look at there. And that's one is how much risk do you have in your portfolio? Because that's where we all have to start. What do you have in your current portfolio and what should it look like based on your risk tolerance and where you are? Because things change, right? We, our whole investment philosophy is different prior to retirement than after retirement. And the, and the problem is, is that people don't make the switch. They just keep doing what they were doing all the time. And that's the biggest one of the biggest mistakes I see. Second is taxes. Taxes are not going to be any lower than what we see them today. Mm-hmm. And we need to be tax efficient with our strategies and do as much as we can to move from taxable to tax free. That's our second core principle. And third, we need to have that income plan in place. We need to know where our income's coming from and when it's going to start and when do we switch buckets. That's all written down in that written retirement income plan. Folks, that's our core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get started with our core retirement analysis. That's 863-285-3815. Folks, go into the new year knowing that you've got a plan in place. That number again, 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. We've got some more insights coming up on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Hi, this is Philip. From our family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 
15. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. Jen Rizak here alongside Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And he knows as well as I do that for years, annuities have gotten a bum rap, right? They're too expensive, too many strings attached. Your money's locked up forever. We, we, we've heard all the cons of annuities for years. But with private company pensions dying out, The tide is starting to turn with younger baby boomers and even Gen Xers now showing more interest in annuities as part of a retirement strategy. I mean, did you ever think we'd say that, Philip? Gen X wants to know about annuities. You know, I wouldn't. But, (laughs) but, you know, I I find that interesting because I did have a um, a, a younger client come in Mm -hmm. that she inherited some money. Yeah, she said, look, I want to make sure we put some of this into an annuity. Wow, okay. Yeah, I I just So you're seeing it. You're seeing it. Well, and I've got some numbers here, too. So the Alliance for Lifetime Income conducted a survey, and what they found, 9 out of 10 investors said protection is important for their retirement income. Not a big surprise. That seems like a big deal for everybody. But 71% of younger investors were interested in annuities as part of their overall retirement income plan, and you're saying you're seeing this as well. So when you talk to this client, you know, what what was some of the rationale or, or what do you think is behind this increased interest in annuities, especially among some of the, the younger uh, people getting ready for retirement? Well, I, I think the, you know, the study kind of showed and we talked about, you mentioned it at the opening, is that private company pensions are dying out, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's one of those things that we've talked about a lot on the show is that the three-legged stool is going to a two-legged stool. And, and I think what this shows is that uh, the Gen Xers are even seeing that and realizing, hey, I've got to look out for me. I've got to create my own income stream when I get ready to retire. And so I, I think that has a lot to do with it. And I think that that what's really probably pushed it a little bit more now is even the you know, with the pandemic, mm-hmm. I, I think that, and the study sh- said that, that, that the pandemic had a lot to do with it. Um, I think people had time to think, right. Things were different. Yeah. Things were chaotic. Um, and so I think that did, it caused people to kind of a mental reset for, for where they are, what they focus on, what benefits are actually being offered by their employer. I think that really took control and, and has really opened folks' eyes to some of the benefits that annuities have. I mean, we hear in the news all the negative and the cons, but but it's those benefits of being able to provide um lifetime income that that really is starting to be attraction. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about the benefits, protected income, that that is certainly a benefit. Talk about the difference between that protected income, something like a pension or an annuity, and then that, that quote unquote, maybe money, that non-guaranteed income when it comes to what you're counting on in retirement. So let's look at it this way. So if you have a pension, Right. You know, that money's coming in. Some people call it mailbox money. Hey, it's going to hit there your bank account every month mm-hmm. right on time. Well, you know, annuities, a lot of them have that same benefit. Right. You have a, a some kind of income provision within that annuity. You can turn it on to provide lifetime income, which is then protected income. That, that's going to be there month in and month out as long as you're you're around versus what they call maybe money, right? That's money that's in the stock market. Mm-hmm. That's money that we don't know. It's going to be up and down. Uh, probably one of the biggest um, things I ever saw that really opened my eyes was back in 2009, I was meeting with a potential client who um, on January 1st of 2008, his IRA had $1.5 million in it. Mm-hmm. And when I met with him, um, his account was was down more than fifty percent. Wow! 
-hmm. he was taking when he started he was taking five percent out of that account Mm -hmm. he never made any adjustments so by the time i saw him he was literally taking 10 percent out of the account Mm -hmm. and so the maybe money makes you have to realize that you need to be able to make adjustments right if you're going to if that's going to be your money and the stock market's down 50 percent you need to take 50 percent less money out of there if not more wow you know, you know, less than that right. right so so that's the difference protected income hey you know it's there it's going to be there um no matter what maybe money it may or may not be there you may have to make adjustments with that money that and that's the biggest difference so some clear challenges there for people who are uh, potentially uh, relying on that that maybe money instead of something protected like like an annuity or pension or, or something like that absolutely you know if you have maybe money and that's what you're relying on as your monthly stream of income and there's a lot of folks out there that that's what they have that's you know either one they don't believe in annuities or two they're not working with a financial advisor who knows how to do distribution planning properly for safety versus risk and they they don't have that so they're taking money out of their risk bucket their maybe money bucket and the problem is, is is if they don't make adjustments when the market declines then they may run out of money faster than what they had planned on Folks, listen, that's why I believe it's so important that you have a written retirement income plan. If you don't have a written retirement income plan, then then you're just taking money kind of out of your junk drawer. You know, you're taking out this product or that product or this account or that account without a plan in place. It's the retirement income plan, a written plan that gives you certainty around your money and that income distribution coming out. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. Sit down with us and let us help you put together that written retirement income plan. That number again is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. I am Jen Rizak alongside. And when you talk about having that retirement income plan, does simply owning an annuity, does that count? Is that what you mean when you talk about having an income plan? Because that sounds like the the plan for where your income's coming from. Well, and, and it may be where some of your income's coming from, but that's not the plan. Okay. That would be like, you know, open up a junk drawer and say, I need tape, so I'm going to take this roll of tape. Well, no, you know, you need to have a plan, a, a, a written retirement plan so that you know where your money's going to come from and where it's going to come from. So so that's really, we use, at Financial, we use a bucket approach. So we've got buckets of money. We know when you're going to start bucket one, how long that's going to last, when we're going to go to bucket two, you know, how long that's going to last, how long the third bucket is going to last the rest of your lifetime. Um, so, so we've got different buckets of money. That's a plan. And knowing exactly when you're going to turn that bucket on and when you're going to have to switch to the next bucket, that's a plan. That's not just picking money out of out of one place or another. And and that's important that people have that written down, that written retirement plan down. How do we find the right balance between protection, having that protected income, but then also still getting a little bit of growth in some areas of our money? Because it seems like when you look at how long people are living and things like inflation, costs keep going up, growth still seems important. How do you find the right balance? That's a good question, Jen. So everybody's different, but but we start out that process here, we use the rule of 100. Now that may or may not be where we end up, but it's definitely where we're gonna start. So, so we're gonna say, hey, we're gonna take your age, if you're 65 years old, you know, subtract that from 100, 35 is what's left. So 35% is, is about what we would want invested in the risk bucket of money. Um, and so that means we've got 65% plus or minus 10% protected and safe. And that just is kind of a, uh, I don't know, a rule of thumb. It's not in stone. We, we make changes all the time. Uh, but we take that along with 
walking through a smart um, uh, risk tolerance process to determine how much risk you can really handle on the ups and downs of the marketplace is, is, is kind of how we determine what that balance needs to look like. If we are thinking about an annuity or putting our money in any type of retirement planning vehicle, no matter what we're thinking of investing in or, or rolling it into or putting it, how do we get a second opinion? Yeah, then give us a call. We'd be happy to sit down with them and say, "Look, you know, yeah, that's uh, you know, that's a good vehicle. You know, there's some better vehicles out there. You know, here's what I see um, being really in this industry." is that um, there's some sweet spots right now when it comes to annuities. Um, you know, everybody, it used to be, you know, the 10-year annuity had the best rates, the best deals. Uh, I'm not really finding that now, Jen. Um, the the seven-year annuities actually right now have a better um, opportunities for earnings. Um, and so I tell people, look, I'd be happy to sit down with you, look at what you're looking at, and, and give you the pros and cons of that and let you know if, if that really is a good place to uh, to park some money for income. Again, that's, that's easy. I'd, I'd love to do it. Give you a second opinion on that. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get started with that. But, but you know, that annuity part, Jen, is only part of the whole plan. Mm-hmm. I sit down with people all the time that, they have too much risk in their portfolio. I mean, that's not uncommon. But the other thing that I see, not as often, but I see people who don't have enough risk in their portfolio. They've got everything in CDs or annuities. And and that's just as bad as having too much risk. Uh, so, so it's a balancing act. We need to have both uh, both things within our portfolio to make sure that that what we have is going to last throughout your lifetime. Now, the other part of that is the risk bucket can't just be set it and forget it, right? It's got to be something that's monitored, controlled, uh, rebalanced on a regular basis uh, and, and monitored to the nth degree. That's what makes the risk bucket work the way it needs to work. And so that's why we developed our whole core retirement design process is to build that core for folks to balance between risk and safety. Um, that's the whole emphasis that's on that process. And give us a call. Look, if you've got $150,000 or more that you've saved for retirement, give us a call at 863-285-3815. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is with Statler Financial Services. An annuity may or may not be right for you, but one thing is certain. Today's annuities are a world away from the ones your grandparents have. We'll get into that on the other side of the break. Stay with us. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. 
Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. An annuity may or may not be right for you, but one thing is certain. What we have today, these annuities are a world away from the ones your grandparents have. I mean, Philip, talk about that how much has changed with the income tools we have today for the the modern retiree yeah there's um a lot of different i mean even uh, jen i think back the 23 24 somewhere in that ballpark not quite 20 years <laughs> that i've been using annuities it's amazing how much they've changed even mm-hmm. in that time period. So, um, but, you know, who knows what we got to look for the next 20 years. Yeah, exactly. And one of the most confusing aspects of annuities is that there are so many different types. And that's something that, that has really come a long way as well. Could you just go over the different kinds of annuities that are available today? Because I, I just think there's some confusion there. Absolutely. So when we look at at annuities, there's four main types that are out there, and each kind uh, determines a a different monthly payout. So so the key thing to remember is that annuities create a stream of income at some point in your life. Now, so so let's the first one is an immediate annuity. An immediate annuity, um, you you dump a, a bunch of money into an insurance company's pocket. And that company uh, will spit out monthly income or annual income or quarterly income, whatever you've agreed to for a couple of things. Either you can set up on a term, like they're going to do it for 10 years, or you can set it up for your lifetime. Either way, you're trading a bunch of money that you give the insurance company for a income stream at some point in time. It's kind of creating your pension, right? You dump it in and you're going to get a, a stream of income and you can do joint and survivor life if you want to. So it, it, it would tie up two people's lives before it runs out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a deferred annuity. So with a deferred annuity, you put money in either all at once or you can put some in along the way over time. Uh, but at some point in the future... Uh, a stream of income begins, right? The deferred annuity is is just that. It's it's going to be an income stream at some point down the road. The difference is is that y- you pick a time later in life. Um, and so some of the uh, TSAs, the tax savings annuities that teachers have, mm-hmm. uh, especially some of the older ones, are, are deferred annuities. That, that the only way they really get their money out of there is a stream of income. Um, then you go to fixed annuities and there's a, a fixed interest rate, right? That's associated with that contract. And, um, and, and so when the index is up, your index is up. So, so there's two types of fixed annuities. Let's look at that, right? There's the old fashioned fixed annuity. Hey, I'm going to make, five percent or i'm gonna make two percent whatever it is for five years or ten years or whatever then there's an index annuity where um your rate of return is determined by an index so if that index is up like the s&p 500 if it's up you make so much money not all of what the s&p so let's say you make 30 percent of what the s&p 500 does um so is it up 10 you're gonna make what? 3.3. Mm-hmm. And it resets usually every year. There's multiple indexes available in today's uh, index annuity world. And you can usually reallocate between those indexes on an annual basis if you feel the need. Then the last one is a variable annuity. And the variable annuity are for investors willing to take more risk because there's no real guarantees in terms of principal unless you buy some type of rider that, that provides that for you. Uh, so the way the contract is valued is it, it's, it's a variable investment, right? It's mutual funds with inside that, that uh, annuity wrapper. Uh, so it's just like being in the stock market. Uh, the account uh, value will fluctuate based on how well the stock markets are doing and how well the investments are doing. This type of annuity can offer higher returns, but 
with the possibility of your account actually falling in value and being worth less than uh, than what you put in. So a, a lot to know there with so many different varieties of annuities, so many different flavors. How do you know which one would make the most sense if one is right for you? Well, that's a little difficult to say, right? Because it, it all depends on everybody's circumstances. Mm-hmm. It depends on what's important to them. What are they seeking? Are they seeking more risk? Are they seeking less risk? What what are their drivers? And and that's really the bottom line, Jen, is, is we've got to come up with what's important to them. What are they trying to accomplish? Because that determines w- how you allocate between annuity or uh, the stock market. You know, the, the whole thing is really and truly an individualized process there's no basics, you know, hey, we can throw this out as, in general, everybody can do this. That's not the way it works. You know, the whole income planning process is very individualized. And, uh, and that's what we strive for our clients to do is to put each individual client has a different plan. There's no cookie cutter situation that we can just stamp out and say, oh, this will work for you and this will work for you and this will work for you. Every one of them, we start from scratch and build it based on the specific needs of that client. So that all goes to the process of you need to have a written retirement income plan. You need to understand what you have in risk. You need our core retirement design to make sure you're on the right path. To schedule your time, just give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And I know fees are a big concern for a lot of consumers as well. What do we need to know there, Philip, about the fees that could potentially be there with an annuity? So fees will also depend on the type of plan you choose. You know, index annuity fees can range from 1% to 2%. Variable annuity fees, um, uh, the article I read said up to four, but I've seen uh, a variable annuity that had over a 5% wow. uh, in fees uh, based because they had so many different riders mm-hmm. that were, um, were attached to it. You know, additional death benefits or income benefits can also add to that cost. So companies may take a share of the gains and reduce your return on a sliding scale for some protections on the downside. Um, There are also no fee annuities that only take a share of the gains. So there's different ones out there. I look at it as what is the issue I'm trying to solve for, and then go and find the best solution for that situation. Um, You know, you don't want to be tied down to any one uh, annuity company. You want some somebody that's going to give you options and, and all the different things that are out there, Jim, because there's no one company that writes all the best annuities, Jim. Hmm. If we already have one, are we locked in? Are we stuck with this for good? Or can we potentially make changes if, if we're interested in shopping around a little bit? It uh, Again, it depends. Okay. You're not locked in forever, Usually, I, I will say that um, because you could be right if you have an end, if you have a uh, immediate annuity, well, you're you're stuck. That's yeah. whatever you it's did. Kind of been done, that, it's right? done contractually. If you have a deferred annuity that that's going to pay income out later, you're you're stuck. The only way to get the max benefits out of it is to take an income stream. I guess you can cash them in early sometimes, mm-hmm. but you take a a huge a huge penalty. is It's not worth it. Okay. It really does depend on on the annuity itself. But in general, uh, most of the time an annuity is going to have a five to 10 year uh, time period on it that the contract is is locked in and has some penalties attached if you leave early. And after that time, uh, typically you can you can make changes uh, and and 
find a better annuity, a better mousetrap, you know, that may be out there. So, but each contract's different. You have to really look through the language to make sure you're making the right decision. Walk us through your process for doing an analysis on an annuity for us. So we look at one is where, how, how long is the annuity and when do you need to start taking money out of it? Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two, do we have um, a, a lot of choices with the type of indexes that are available to us? Or are we locked into the famous three, you know, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, or, or the Dow Jones 30? Um, we want more variety is what we look for because those varieties can provide us with some some better returns than just those old standard three. And then from there, we're going to look at something that's um, that gives us the best opportunity. And we have different tools that we use that uh, that will back test different annuities that will say, hey, look, you know, based on, you know, the last 20 years, this is what this annuity would have done had you used certain indexes. Not that that's locked in stone, but at least it gives us a guide for going forward. And the bottom line is, is that, you you need to walk through a process. It's not buying a car, mm-hmm. right? right. We, we need to understand that, that having that annuity is only part of the process. And nobody um, should have everything invested in just annuities. It doesn't make financial sense. Um, it, it just doesn't make sense at all. But But I see it. I see it on a regular basis. It's walking through that process. It's having that core retirement design so that you understand uh, where your income is going to come from, what the risk is that you have. All these things are important as we try to determine what you need and how you need it to work for you. Listen, folks, if you have at least $150,000 saved for retirement, let us walk you through our core retirement design to make sure that you're on track and that you're covering all the bases as you get ready to retire or if you've already retired. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Hi, this is Philip. On behalf of everybody here at Statler Financial, we want to wish you a safe and happy holiday season. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rezac. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Philip is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. Check him out online at statlerfinancial.com. And of course, you can also get on social media, get on Facebook, do a search for Statler Financial Services, and they will pop right up. And uh, Philip, it's funny, you think about the world of finance, there are things that can have a positive impact on one set of people while negatively impacting somebody else at the same time. Uh, There's somebody benefiting from credit card debt, higher taxes, higher interest rates, and there's also somebody who's hurt by those things. 
So we're going to we're going to go through some of these areas that are both good news and bad news and how do we navigate them is what we're going to do here in this last part of the show today. I want to start with an example from the lending world. And uh, Philip, I thought this was an interesting headline that I found from Wall Street Journal. Credit card debt keeps falling. So that is good news for everybody except the lenders, except for the credit card companies. <laughs> they don't like that at all, do they? They don't. You're right. Right. <laughs> you know, that's that, you're right. You know, it's a great that's a great example is, is that that type of thing is good news for the, you know, for our population. Not so good for the banks and the credit card companies. And, and, and obviously, that's great news. Um, people are paying down their debt, which is Tremendous. I mean, it's one thing we've been looking for for a long time in this economy of ours. We look at that, but the, the companies that, that issue those cards, you know, they rely on more people using them, carrying higher and higher balances because that's where their revenue comes from, right? The, the credit card fees, the interest rates. Um, so, so this could indicate a, a coming long-term trend, if you will. Hmm. With how people are thinking about debt, which is which is good news. Yeah, yeah. That they're thinking about debt that way. However, it's bad news for those companies. Again, in 2020, credit card spending in the U.S. totaled some nearly 3.9 trillion dollars on just general purpose and store cards. You know, and that's down nine percent from 2019 spending. Huh. Now you could say, well, is it the pandemic? Not necessarily because I think more people shop from home, spend yeah. more money, <laughs> right. you know, on the pandemic. But I think they, they were, a lot of them were smart with some of their stimulus money and, and use that money to pay down debt. The question is, will that continue right. in 2021 and 2022? If it does, Jenna, I think that will be good news for, uh, for us here in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How do you talk to clients about addressing things like that, that high interest debt before retirement? Because with debt, again, there's there's a difference between a mortgage and, and credit card debt. How do you talk to people about addressing some of that while they're still working? That's a good question, because I, I do get that question a lot. Kind of the opposite effect, right? Should I pay off my house? Mm-hmm. Um and, and I know that's not the high interest rate debt because going into retirement, I tell everybody, look, you need to be debt free, except for maybe your mortgage. Okay. And if your mortgage, if you're paying three and a quarter, maybe three and a half or less, I wouldn't be in a hurry to pay my mortgage off because typically you're going to be able to make more money on your investments than three, three and a half percent. Now, if you just got it sitting at the bank, not the case. But if you truly have it invested in some kind of retirement income plan or investment plan, you should be earning on average better than three, three and a half percent. So it doesn't make sense to pay off the house. It does make a lot of sense to pay off anything else that has a higher interest rate than that three and a half percent. Okay. It just makes total sense. And and the more out of debt you are heading into retirement, the better off you're going to be, the more comfortable you're going to be uh, in that retirement lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it would be a good thing. <laughs> it seems like it would be a really good thing. Here's another one. Um, low interest rates. We hear that referred to as a double-edged sword. It's good news for borrowers. If you are taking on that mortgage, if you are at a stage of life when you are borrowing money, you love low interest rates. It's bad news for savers, though, for people who are wanting to to earn something off of that in retirement. Talk about how that works. Well, you're right. I mean, so much. I mean, we're so uh, thankful right now that mortgage rates are so low and interest rates seem to be very low, on, even on car loans. And, mm-hmm. and and even, you know, credit card rates have gone down a little bit just because interest rates uh, as a factor. But it is a double-edged sword because the poor folks that are, that are thinking about retirement, you know, they have their money in savings making zero. Making nothing, right. Virtually nothing. It is nothing when you take into consideration taxes and inflation, right? (laughs) Right. So I spoke with somebody the other day and they had a CD renewing and um, 
they were antsy. Yeah, you know, Phil, we need to, we got to do something. We, we got to do something. You know, the, it was a five year. We, we really did well the last five years. We we're getting three, three and a quarter. But the renewal rate is uh, for five years is like, I think it's going to be a half or three quarters of a percent. And that you just, you, you can't get ahead if that's all you're making on your money at the bank. And so, you know, it's good for those people that have to borrow money, but people that need to live off their interest rates, it hasn't been good for them for, it seems like forever, Jen. It's been a long time since we've seen decent interest rates. So how do you help retirees navigate those lower interest rates in retirement? When you're at that phase of life where this is affecting you, how do you help people deal with this? Well, I think that we, we look at a couple of things. One is, is that most people, they have their money at the bank because they want something safe and secure. The issue is, is that most of those type people actually need a little bit of risk in their portfolios. And, and they just don't realize it or they're so risk averse, they're not willing to take the chance. But it is, you know, even somebody that's 90 years old, a lot of times we'll sit down with them and and they'll have a little bit of money in the market. Not a lot, but still they need a little bit of that exposure to help keep up with inflation. So you say, Phil, but what do you do to get safety? Well, you know, there are things out there that will give you some principal protection and give you some decent earnings over the lifetime. And we use annuities for that. Um, a lot of times index annuities will, will give us the ability to, to know that their principal is, is protected. You know, they're not going to be affected by market risk, but yet they're going to get a better rate of return than what they're getting on their savings in the bank. Uh, so, so that's an area that a tool. That's one of the tools we use. Is it the only tool? No, but it, it is a tool that will get us safety and a better return than what they see at the bank, Jen. Philip, how do you help somebody create a plan where they don't outlive their money if if they do end up living a long time? You know, it starts with find out what they need in terms of of monthly income, and we build that by taking what their budget is today. We apply some some inflationary numbers. We don't know what inflation is going to be, but we, we have to plan for something. And we do. We put inflation numbers in there. It says, hey, look, we're having inflation. We need to build this out so that so that you get periodic raises in your income from now to age 100. Um, and, and so we look at putting together those buckets and, and making sure that that we are going to put together a plan that that is conservative enough to get you through retirement the rest of your life, but objective enough to give you enough income to live off of. So folks, listen, when you look at your retirement, a written retirement income plan is key part of that planning process. If you don't have a written retirement income plan and 90 to 95% of the folks out there don't. Give us a call and let us help walk you through that process to determine what your retirement could look like given your account balances right now. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Philip. I'm Jen Rizak. Glad you spent some time with us here today. We hope you have a great week. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.